everyone, Lacey here with a quick update about the show. I am moving at the end of August, which is part of why the show has been on hiatus again, but I do have episodes recorded that I just have to find the time to do the editing for. Um, There should be at least one more full episode coming out this month, but in the meantime, I decided to release this Fascinator episode on the podcast feed to help hold you over. Uh, It's already on YouTube, and on that note, uh, Hat Collecting has its own dedicated YouTube channel now. If you go to YouTube and search Hat Collecting, you can find that. Uh, Please do like and subscribe. I really appreciate it. Um, Thanks to your patience, and I will talk to you again soon. And with that, please enjoy this Fascinator. Hello and welcome to another Fascinator episode from Hat Collecting. On the talk show, we take a big picture look at the guest's life and path. Here we take a magnifying glass and we learn about something more specific. Uh, I am your host, Lacey Artemis, and it is time to get fascinated. I am joined today by Jessica Okonski, who is a, a wedding photographer turned woodworker and spent the majority of the pandemic learning to make things out of wood. And she's been so kind to join us today to teach us a little bit about that. So thank you so much for joining today, Jessica. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, yes, uh, I discovered you kind of by accident. I think somebody shared the uh, blog TO article about you or something like that. And it's like, wow, this sounds really cool. It's like perfect for this uh, project. So <laughs> what, really, right? Like every, it was mind blowing. <laughs> Photography yeah. was working. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, like the spirit of, of this show is just the, that no one does just one thing and and all of us tend to have some unrelated different uh, interests and hobbies. So I like to, to explore those a bit more. Um, yeah. So the question I always start with on this show, fittingly by the name is what do you think, or what do you feel is the most fascinating about the process of woodworking or making things out of wood? Uh, the most fascinating part is actually watching the wood, transform Um, because when I get the blocks of wood they're just rough bits they look like nothing they're just rectangular rough blocks of walnut or maple or uh, ash and to slowly start jointing them down or planing them down to get like those beautiful clean pieces of lumber that you can like buy at the store Um, and then slowly turn that into a bowl or a chair leg or door or anything is just like, it's actually really like the best part. Um, Cause you get to start seeing the grain a little bit more and then you start putting it together and you're like, Oh my God, it's going to look beautiful. I'm going to joint it like this. It's going to be great. And um, like, that's really the most exciting part. Cause like at first you kind of look at it as like, how is this going to turn into anything? Cause it's just nothing. And then it's, it's really, it's really great. Like it's, it's like such a magical little moment to all of a sudden like see a shape appear out of the wood. Very cool. Uh, and how long, like sort of on average, does that process of like planing it down or transforming it from the block to the, the usable piece? Ooh, it really kind of depends on how long the piece is. Um, so like the hardest piece I made or like the longest piece that I made was actually this really large um, Hutch TV custom console thing. Um, so it had to be about like 60 inches in length. Like it was a really long thing. So that whole board to like joint it down and plane it down and it's heavy. It's so heavy. Um, so those tend to take about like the full day just to kind of get them cleaned down to the piece that I need to work with. Um, let alone if you're making a huge piece and then like it has so many different moving parts. Um, so a lot of the jointing and planing can sometimes take about a day or two um, just to clean it down before you even start cutting it to um, 
pieces that you need to use, like a, a drawer bit or a leg bit or a brace bit or something like that. Like it, it's, it could be a long process and just the shop is covered. It's just covered and, and chips everywhere. And as I would guess that that's probably somewhat of like a meditative process if it sort of takes that long to like do one thing. Um, do you listen to like a lot of like audiobooks or podcasts while you work? Uh, big, big on podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of uh, true crime obsessed. Um, I love those two. They're hilarious. And I just feel like I have like buddies around just joking um, when I'm doing all that. Uh, so they're my favorite to listen to. And I've, I think I've listened they like, they have series on like, I'm a Patreon member. I do, I do <laughs> like I, I support them. Um, so I've listened to like their series on the vow um, and uh, the jinx, like pretty much on repeat. I could literally tell you what they're going to say next. And it's just very comforting as you're focused on just feeding wood <laughs> through the machine to clean it up. Um, so those are my favorite. And then sometimes it's music, but most of the time it's a lot of podcasts. Very cool. Um, so uh, yeah, coming into woodworking, knowing very little about it, um, were there any preconceptions that you had about the process or what you f- were kind of expecting uh, that were surprisingly wrong for you? Um, there was a few different ones. Um, when I started with wood turning first before I, I turned to like building furniture. Um, so like, one of the misconceptions I had when it came to the turning was that like, I wouldn't be able to create like as beautiful items as I I saw other people creating. Um, And, you know, it's actually a really fast learning process with turning. Like you can vary the simple shapes, the turns and stuff. Like it's actually pretty quick to up um, take or take it up um, when it comes to doing that. So that was like when I was like, oh, like, oh, look what I made. I made this like beautiful thing all of a sudden, you know, like I turned this amazing bowl or I glued this all together and like the, you know, it's mesmerizing that it all worked the way I thought it was going to work. When it came to furniture building, I think one of the misconceptions I had was that people would laugh at me. (laughs) I know like really weird because like it's a shop uh, where my shop is. There's a lot of other woodworkers there and they're all men. There's no woman building in the in that uh, warehouse and the other shops. So I thought they would all like be like, well, what are you doing in there? Oh, that's nice. That's cute. And then you're like trying woodworking, like this pad. Um, but actually they were always like so helpful and they were always interested in coming by. Like, so what are you building now? Like, how's it going? Do you need any help? Like, what, what would you like to do? Like I had this like idea that they would not welcome me, but they were actually very welcoming. Um, so like, I used to keep the doors shut. Now I kind of keep my shop open so that people can kind of drop by and take a look. And, you know, someone actually purchased pieces from me. So it was like really, it was really nice um, to kind of have that alleviated, like thinking that everyone would laugh. Um, but no, that, that was, I think that was probably the biggest one is that I thought people would be like, what are you doing now? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> do yeah. I think that's one of the top reasons why a lot of people don't want to sort of try starting new things is because everyone think, assumes that they're just going to be terrible and, and embarrassing and everyone's going to laugh. But like there's, you know, I've heard this phrase like sucking is the first step to being good at something. Yeah. Like you have to be bad before you can be good. So you just have to actually stick with it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's awesome that you did that. Um, are there any different, or are there many different methods or tools involved? Uh, and are some of them more easy to use than others? 
There are so many different methods <laughs> when it comes to doing, especially when it comes to joinery um, for furniture. There are so many different ways that you can join um, your you know, pieces together, your carcasses together, your legs together. And it could be a little overwhelming to try and be like, okay, I just want to be able to put this, you know, peg into this leg and like have a brace or something. And someone can say like, well, you could do it this way, or you can use this machine, or you can get this jig, or you can get this. And you're like, I just, just, just tell me how to put it in. Like, I just, I just wanted to know how to do this. So like, there's so many different methods. And even if you go onto YouTube and just try and search, you know, joining or something like that, you'll get a plethora of different methods from just doing it by hand or using um, simple chisels and hammers where you can get beautiful joinery just from that. Obviously it takes a lot longer Um, or you can build your own jigs um, so that you can use your table saw or you can use a router um, or a bandsaw even like there's so many different ways using just the tools that maybe not everyone has access to. Um, there's a lot of different ways um, to manipulate things so that you're like, you know what, I want to do this, but I only have a chop saw. I can, I can build something for that, or you can get a little handy tool for that. Um, and it'll start making like little cuts or dovetails or something for you um, just by a different method. Like there's so many, like the techniques are endless. I mean, woodworking has been around for a long time. So like people have figured out some amazing, amazing things uh, when it comes to jointing or planing or putting pieces together without even glue or, you know, nails. Like they've, they've just found a way and it's, it's really spectacular and kind of like, wow, how am I supposed to do all this? <laughs> just try and focus on one and perfecting it and then you can move on. Yeah, for sure. So I guess uh, a little bit of a follow up there. So you, you said there's all these different kinds of tools. If if you uh, were to like specialize in like a specific, like say for instance, you only made furniture, would there be certain tools that you would definitely use and certain tools that you wouldn't use for that? Or would you kind of be able to use any tool for anything? Uh, just use any tool for anything. I mean, like there's certain machines that are now out there uh, or tools that are out there that make doing perfect joinery just as simple as snapping a finger like they there's a lot of people who have specialized in making sure that if you want a perfect dovetail or box joint or anything like that like just get this you know tool or machine and it'll be perfect every time like you won't you just do it with your eyes closed i mean i wouldn't recommend that but like it would be very simple um so, but you can really use any tool to create stuff. I mean, if there's one tool that I wouldn't give up, I guess, like in terms of making furniture, I'd probably say the router um, and obviously a table saw. Like those are the two that I'm like, this is how we can make it work. And with this machine and this machine, I can make fine furniture and it'll be like really beautiful um, and look like I used millions of dollars of tools. Um, but yeah, I mean, in England... I believe it's like England or like in Europe, a lot of people make furniture just using a router. Um, Like pretty much that's it. Like they just have different bits and they can make uh, a whole piece just using a router, which I thought was amazing. I'm like, that's a, that's a lot of, (laughs) that's a lot of work. 
Um, so another so when I do these uh, these fascinating <laughs> episodes, usually through just the course of the conversation, questions will occur to me that are not on the list that I kind of come up with beforehand. One that just occurred to me. Um, so back when I used to, you know, back in my kind of uh, minimum wage days when I was just out of high school and stuff, I remember I worked at like a restaurant. I would often come home smelling like you know grease. Do you ever find like your clothes smell like sawdust or anything like that? Um. They do. They will smell like sawdust. I mean, thankfully, it's pretty easy to kind of escape that. The most is if I'm using tongue oil or Danish oil when I'm covering um, the wood or like protecting the wood after it's finished. Um, that will reek for a while. Sometimes it's kind of it's like when you're chopping onions and like no matter how much you've washed your hands, you're like I still smell it there. It's like God. Um, so that's that's the one that's the worst in terms of sticking to you. Um, but I do find I think that um, even though I use this wood a lot, walnut is uh, pretty hard. Um, walnut's actually kind of slightly toxic uh, of a wood. Yeah. Um, so when I'm standing or using that one, I find like I have the most trouble breathing um, and it tends to stick to me a lot more. And I'm just like, oh God, I feel dirty. <laughs> That's very interesting. I'm glad I thought of that. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I mean, that's that's the point. It's like a mixture of like uh, questions that that kind of occur to me beforehand, and then what sort of comes up naturally in the interview. Um, yeah. So, I guess you sort of touched on this a bit, but it's it's still on the list of questions here, so I'm going to still ask it. Um, are there people who tend to specialize in more specific, like maybe like furniture versus I'm not sure what else there would be, um, or do do most woodworkers kind of still do a bit of a variety? Um, I would say most work, woodworkers tend to specialize in kind of the one area that they like to do. Um, so as I mentioned, like where my shop is, there's a lot of different woodworkers uh, that are around. So there's a lovely guy who has his shop right across from me. He specializes in hand like woodwork wood made, uh, dungeon furniture. Um, I know, right. <laughs> so master R's dungeon furniture, he's, he's got it. Um, so he makes just that. And then on the shop adjacent to him, uh, right next, like kind of behind, um, he specializes in custom doors mostly. Like he makes these elaborate, um, front doors or side doors or whatever you need like a door for. Like he makes these really crazy doors Right next to him is someone who specializes just in bowls. Like he really likes making salad bowls um, and small bowls and, and uh, uh, cutting boards. Um, and then next to him is a guy who also does a lot of turning, but he normally likes pens and like duck calls and stuff like that. Like everyone specializes in a lot of just kind of something in their element, I guess you can say. Um and then even if it's furniture, there's people that specialize in really fine, fine furniture making, like everything from scratch. And then there's people who are specializing in like kind of more rustic, uh, refurbished type of uh, woodworking where it's like barn doors and beams and turning that into different like mantles or chairs or like huge tables and like kind of rustic. So like everyone kind of finds their niche that they like to do. Um, I'm finding, I still kind of feel like I'm finding my like perfect niche that I like to do. I lean more towards furniture nowadays than I did like turning bowls, but, um, yeah, I'm still kind of finding it, but a lot of, a lot of people kind of start sticking to one thing and, and kind of make that work for them. 
Well, that's, I mean, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> Especially with so many different methods, just leave your mind would go crazy. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if this is, this is something that you can answer, but again, it just kind of occurred to me. Uh, do you have like a, a favorite thing that you've made and a least favorite thing that you've made? Ooh, uh, favorite thing that I've made it's kind of two. Uh, the favorite things that I've made have like my woven benches. Uh, I really like making those. I really think they're like so cool that, <laughs> that I'm making these uh, cool benches. Um, and the huge TV console thing. Um, that one I was really proud of because it was one of my like first bigger pieces that I made. Um, so I was so happy with the way he turned out. Um and least favorite, uh, least favorite have been a few like bowls and uh, candlesticks where I'm just like, oh, this was a cool shape idea, but really this doesn't look so great. It just looks too, like it's too simple. It doesn't look like anything. Um, but yeah, I think like a lot of the furniture pieces have been kind of my, my favorite ones. Um, just because I, maybe because they were just such a massive project and I just felt so proud um, that I, that I did it. That someone like who wasn't a woodworker over just a year ago is now, you know, making these really cool pieces that I thought only, you know, fine furnishing gentlemen <laughs> somewhere in their backwoods shop were making. Um, so those are, those are kind of my favorites, those big accomplishments and benchmarks, I guess. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I know when we, when we spoke on the phone to kind of uh, organize this interview, I had mentioned that um, something I'm planning to do with, with this project, with this show is to, kind of go and, and actually do some hands-on things and learn some new skills or try new things myself. And so, uh, yeah, woodworking is a thing I've certainly never done before. I am definitely curious to try it myself. And um, perhaps my audience will eventually get to, to see me go through that and <laughs> live vicariously through me. Um, and you're certainly doing a good job of making me more like eager about it. So <laughs> it's, it's really, I mean, like, it's really... I wouldn't say like it's easy, but like it's it's not as hard as people think it is. Uh, I think that's kind of, I mean, like going back to misconceptions, like I guess that's one too. Like it's really not as hard as you think it is. Like it's um, pretty straightforward um, to make a simple piece of furniture or even just get started on turning on the lathe, um, which is why I started like beginner's classes for people. Um, so that people can just kind of come and get a very easy intro course, get a feel for it and like, you know, start making something so that they can like see what it's like to have the wood become a block of nothing to, to something really beautifully shaped just by them. Um, so I'm excited to have those classes and uh, I feel like people walk away really excited and happy with their, with their piece uh, when they leave. So those have been really good. That's very cool. Yeah, I'll get you to, to share a little bit more about those in a moment. Um, yeah, so again, some of these questions are feeling a bit redundant now, but I'm going to stick with them anyways. I can always edit stuff out. Um, what would you say, I guess, kind of in general is your favorite aspect of woodworking? Um, the favorite aspect, you know, much like seeing it come to life, um, I think kind of the favorite aspect besides that is um, is just the designing process of it all, like just it all coming together. Um, I like, it's like, I mean, I'm a creator through and through. Like I went to school for painting. So like I was, yeah, I know, right? Like every everything I've ever done in terms of 
work or what I wanted to do has always been creating something. It's never really falling into a specific, like I have to be painting or I have to be drawing. It's like, just give me something where I can create something and I'm happy. So with woodworking, it's been a lot more of a hands-on type of creation that I've done. Like photography, you have the camera and it's all just in your mind's eye. So to have something from my mind's eye that I literally builds and and shape um has been really rewarding like it's been really exciting and fun to have that type of expression come out like i think that's been really great i can definitely relate to that i feel <laughs> kind of a similar thing with this project it's kind of the culmination of a lot of things that i've done or attempted to do in the past and kind of again started as a vision and the fact i've been able to kind of realize that vision bit by bit is really uh yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud of that. So, um, yeah, so the kind of the, the last question here, uh, I like to usually ask if people are interested to like kind of try it themselves or get involved, um, where can they kind of start? Uh, so I guess it could be two parts. It could be like, you know, talk a little bit more or share information about the classes that you do. Or also if you, if there's any like organizations or um, websites or any other kind of resources that that you maybe that helped you at the beginning uh, that you can kind of share for the audience sure um so the classes that i have they're beginner turning classes um so if you ever wanted to make a bowl or a plate um cups you know wooden wooden stuff on a lathe um they're very basic classes which anyone like you don't have to have touched a lathe ever in your life um, can come in and learn um, because it's really just getting used to the feel of a tool against a very fast spinning object. Um, other than that, you know, the shaping and the cutting is just up to you. Um, so I feel like having classes like that, just those simple beginner classes, like you'll learn a lot in just a day. Like it's, um, it's really fun. You get to make a couple pieces that you don't walk, like you're not walking away empty handed. You feel like you're an amazing wood turner at the end of the class um, because we cover safety and basics and tooling and like you're ready to go from there. Like you could get your own little tiny lathe, which are very affordable nowadays, like just small, like they'll fit on your nightstand size lathe. So you can start making very small objects um, very easily after learning some of the basics just on your own. Um, and in terms of resources, I found YouTube really resource. I mean, I feel like everybody can find YouTube very resourceful um, for different methods and how to's and tricks. Um, I'm in a unique position where I had a lot of people around me um, who know stuff. So if I had a question, I could easily just walk over and be like, Hey, like I'm trying to do this. My design in my head is this, is that feasible? Or am I just like imagining things <laughs> that wood can't do? And everyone's like, you totally do it. Like, yeah, look, you just go here and you do that and you can try this way and try that way. And I'll be like, okay, okay, great. So I'm, I was very lucky that there's people around um, that I could ask to do that. Um, and like, if you, are interested in woodworking or starting in woodworking. I mean, Harborfront has uh, good classes as well. Lee Valley does classes. I do classes. I mean, like you could find a lot of people offering um, nice basic courses. My, my courses are just two people. So you have your own lathe and it's pretty much almost one-on-one -on -one because it's just me splitting my attention between two um, students 
So it's a very easy and comfortable environment because it's so small. Um, I know larger classes, some people are like, I just, I don't know, <laughs> one instructor I went for and it was great. But like, however you like to learn, there's so many resources uh, to get you started. And, and really like the last bit of advice really is just like, just do it. <laughs> just, just, just do it. Just get anything. <laughs> you can just do it. Carving can be done at home. <laughs> you can just sit there whittling if you need to. <laughs> my mom does that. My mom yeah. makes uh, birds out of wood. Amazing oh, bird sculptures. Yeah, yes. they're cute. <laughs> um, so, can can your cl- the information on your classes is that uh, found on your website? Yes. Um, okay. so you can go to uh, www.thisladywood.com um, and you can just click on workshops. I have one. Uh, two coming up in August uh, on the 15th and the 22nd, which are one full day classes. Um, And I actually have uh, a larger one in September, uh, which is actually a three-day evening course where you actually build a woven bench uh, with me from scratch. So you turn the legs, you glue it up, screw it in, nail it, and then we start weaving on the third day. Um, So you can actually build a bench. So that one's uh, a bit longer of a process, but uh, people have been expressing interest in building furniture uh, and not just bowls. So we have to have to start offering <laughs> some beginners furniture making. Yeah, for sure. And um, your uh, your others, like I'm guessing your social media stuff is like linked from your website as well. I just yes. want to make sure I cover all the bases. <laughs> so Instagram is at this ladywood. Um, Facebook, this ladywood. Uh, everything is this ladywood. I would do all those. <laughs> yeah. And just for people who maybe are only listening, um, that's wood, W-O-O-D, not W-O-U-L-D. <laughs> um, it's, it's a pun. <laughs> it is a pun. I'm a and I, no. I, I am 100% all for puns. So um, yeah, no, no argument here. Uh, as for us, uh, you can find Hat Collecting online at hatcollecting.com and at Hat Collecting on social media. You can find me online at artemiscreates.com and patreon.com slash artemiscreates. And please like and subscribe and tell your friends about the show to help the show grow and keep the fascination flowing. Until next time, look forward to your next fascination. Hi, I'm Jessica Okonski from This Lady Wood, and you've been fascinated. 